What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Connor Sheeran. Connor, it's been an interesting offseason. It's been an even more interesting day. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm glad, uh, to, glad to be back. It's been an interesting, yeah, like you said, it's been uh, pretty wild how long has it been since free agency started? Like 10 days, two weeks, month? I don't know. I lost track of time. Feels like 10 years. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's been ridiculous. It has been. Um, so I think we just need to come out and start start with what uh, happened today, which yeah. was that the Jets almost got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> um, keyword, almost. Almost. It happened. Uh, Add it to the other, the list of almost Jets that we, that have, come across our tables throughout the years. Alvin it's, Kamara jumps to mind. Now Tyreek Hill's on, on that list as well. You know, I, I I think we all would have been better off if this never happened, like none of this happened, or or that we never found out how close the Jets were to right. getting Tyreek Hill. You know, right. I just think that all of our mental healths, is that <laughs> – Mental health, yeah, mental healths, yeah, could have could have benefited greatly. Um, so I don't know like how your morning went, but I I worked till like one in the morning last night, so I slept in, and I guess it was. Let's see, what time did I get a FaceTime this morning? Um, it was. Wow, it was later than I thought. I'd been, I, you know, I set an alarm for like ten thirty, and it snoozed all the way to like twelve twelve thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I woke up to a Facetime from my brother, and him asking me if I'm okay. And I'm like barely awake. I'm like, what are you like? What are you saying, dude? Like, what do you mean? Am I okay? Like, yeah, I'm okay. What are you talking about? He's like, check your phone. I'm like, I'm on my phone. What do you mean check my phone? And I'm like going through like notifications and I don't see anything. And then I see a couple of messages that are just been sent in group chats being like, Finver, wake up. Like, what the hell? <laughs> You're missing this. And I'm like, what could, I possibly, what could possibly be happening right now? <laughs> what could I possibly be missing right now? And I go on Twitter and I check my notifications and Schefter tweets that the Jets and the Dolphins are the goddamn finalists for Tyreek Hill. And my whole world turned upside down. Um, I, so I, I went from, uh, and I, you know, I, I want to hear how, how you came about this information. I'm assuming you just got a notification and you just started getting giddy, but like, what, what was your afternoon like following all of this? Well, the first, like the first tweet I saw, I think was Schefter or Ian Rappaport, you know, whoever saying that, Tyreek Hill was going to get traded, that they couldn't get an extension done. He had asked for a trade, so he was more than likely going to be leaving the Chiefs. And you were probably like, oh, wow, like, cool. That's that's interesting news. See, it's funny. It's like, I thought that, but then, like, I don't know, because I felt the same way about Watson once the, like, allegations came out against him. Hill's, Hill's situation is different than Watson's because Hill was charged and you know settled and like convicted with everything that he did off the field so i felt like a little different i know he's an amazing player i right. don't know I mean, 
top three in the league receiver. Yeah. He's not yeah, the highest yeah, yeah, yeah. paid receiver in the league, that's for sure. So I was like, yes, his the play his as a player, he immediately benefits the Jets offense. No question about that. He immediately benefits the most important piece of that offense, Zach Wilson. So from that perspective, I was like, all right, let's go. But I don't know. Something about it just didn't sit right with me. And it kind of still I'm still kind of in the same position after the like, you know, trade that fell apart because this, again, this wasn't like an LOL Jets moment. We need to get that across to like everyone on Jets Twitter. The Jets did everything that they could have to get him. They laid the trade out. The Chiefs would have accepted the trade that they offered. They did accept the trade, according to right. Connor Hughes. They accepted right. the trade and they said, Tyreek, you pick. Right. And Tyreek chose a state with no income tax. He chose Miami over Florham Park, New Jersey. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's so lives there. Like, right. So it's like the, the fact that the Jets were even kind of in contention. I mean, it, it, it never made a whole lot of sense. It just didn't. I never thought it was actually a real thing and that he was going to end up here. Um, so when it happened and it found like the biggest bummer of this whole thing is not that he's not on the team. It's that he's in the Jets division yeah. and they have to play him twice a year. They have to play yep. him twice a year. They have to play Stefan Diggs twice a year. God help us if the Patriots get like a stud wide receiver. Otherwise, like stop. Our, we don't need to put that into the app. <laughs> like, but so yeah, when it, when it got announced that he's going to Miami, that part was the biggest bummer for me. Not so much that he wasn't going to the Jets. And they give him like this massive extension that you know sinks their a good chunk of their salary cap for years to come. So you know, I I would have been okay with that. Um we we have we're Zach Wilson's on a rookie deal. So, you know, you, you gotta, if you're gonna, if you look at like all of the best quarterback wide receiver duos or the, the highest paid receivers, excuse me, if you look at all the highest paid receivers, it's Keenan Allen uh, with Justin Herbert. Uh, it is all, like, I mean, it's all the guys that are on rookie deals right now. Um, so I understand, you know, I understand the strategy. Uh, on paper, yeah, I I really really wanted Tyree Kill. Like I right. really, on really paper, yes. really wanted Tyree but Kill. He can turn like a five yard catch into a fifty yard catch, like right. a blink eye. He's just like, that kind of player. Yeah, I mean, he has twenty plus. Uh, I, I saw something. My buddy did like a little trivia thing. You saw it from an ESPN article. It was like the. Uh, Tyreek Hill has like 20 touchdowns of 50 plus yards. Who is the next closest in the league? And it was Derrick Henry with 13. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like insane. he's that good. He's that he good. Is. He is. Um, no, there's no questioning that. The football fan of me didn't care about his past. The, the person in me cares about his past. Um, I'm happy that we don't have to deal with that. That's the privilege I guess we have that we don't have to think about that and we don't have to kind of let that stew. In we our, don't have to kind of rationalize it. Kind right. of like I'm sure a lot of Dolphins fans are and a lot of Browns fans are about Watson. Yes. Yes. You know, I know a lot of Browns fans are very upset with right. the Watson thing and don't want to watch the Browns anymore. 
The Browns are going to be really good. So if you, as a football fan, you're missing out. As a person, I understand. Um, it's it's a tough. It's been a tough week for women that are football fans. You know, seeing these monster contracts get given out to these objectively not so great people. And that, actually, I mean, in Hill's case, not objectively. It's different than Watson. Hill is. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. Yeah. They're, they're, it's it's pretty. It's I think it's pretty pretty bad for both of them i mean 22 people 22 people are accusing you of some really heinous fucked up shit so either way there's a lot of bending over backwards from dolphins fans now dolphins fans now and browns fans the last week to Mm -hmm. be like all right you know like we're gonna be really good but at what cost mentally they're trying to separate it some of them i mean like you're saying some Browns fans are out. I'm sure there's some Dolphins fans that are out. You know, they're, yeah. they might not stop watching the team, but there's that portion of them that I'm sure is incredibly disappointed with yes. what the team did. And I'm sure I probably would have felt the same way if the Jets, you know? Yeah. Um, However, and I hate to be like the, you know, like the whole Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith <laughs> meme, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> However... Genocide is bad. However, (laughs) you know that I, like, what is it? It's like, Skip, you know that I'm incredibly sensitive to the Holocaust. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the living, and like, that is this. That's like what football fans are doing right now. Exactly. Um, It's tough. It's tough. However, you know, if the Jets got them, they'd be a lot, they'd be a much better football team. Instantly. Um, so, so I, I, you know, we, we've we've discussed the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the football side of things because that's what people listen to this for. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets getting Tyree Kill would have made them instantly better. Would they have been a playoff contender? Probably not because we don't know what Zach Wilson is yet. You know, if Zach Wilson takes the step, Tyree Kill would would have probably have a large portion to have that would like probably influence that a lot and would be a big reason why Zach Wilson takes that step. And the jets would probably be a playoff contender if Zach Wilson takes that step, but they didn't get him, So it, it leaves you thinking what now? Well, you know, one of the things I was discussing in group chats today was the rationale behind going after Watson. I mean, uh, going after Hill, mm-hmm. um, sorry, the same person, basically, um, <laughs> the rationale behind going after Hill. And what is that rationale? Now, this was all conversation when the report was that the Chiefs are looking for two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, Devontae Adams went for two firsts, a first this year and a first next year. Um, that's obviously a lot more than what Tyreek Hill went for. And I think a little bit of that has to do with age. Um Actually, no, I'm flipping, you know, I'm, I'm mixing up their ages. Tyreek's 28 and Devontae's 30. So I, I, to be, to be honest, I don't know why Devontae went for two firsts. I mean, I guess you could say he's the best receiver in the league and Tyreek's like the second or third best receiver. Is there that big of a gap? I don't know. Um, you know we also got to remember that, that both of those receivers, and this isn't an indictment on their skill set as receivers, they're both playing with the top two out of the, you know, top three quarterbacks in the league on their former teams. Hill's playing with Mahomes. Adams is playing with Rodgers. Uh, I got to think 
Hill's production takes some sort of hit being forced to play with Tua or I don't even know who their the Dolphins backup QB is right now. Does it still Brissett? Jacoby Brissett? No, Brissett's in in Cleveland now. Oh, he, is he? Teddy Miami's backup is Teddy Bridgewater. Get out, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they picked him up. Yeah, so both guys who Tyreek's 60 yards on the field, the ball's hitting the ground 10 yards behind them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got to think it's not going to be the same with Adams because Adams at least has a proven quarterback in uh, Derek Carr, but Hill is, Hill's production is going to take a hit. Yeah, no for sure, it. for sure. But he's still going to be – he's still going to provide the Dolphins with what he provided the Chiefs, which is you have to game plan completely differently now. Especially, like, they have Waddle – and Hill, who are like right. arguably like one and two and the fastest players in the league. Right. Um, so that's gonna be a nightmare for the Jets, the, the Bills, the Dolphins, I mean, um, the Patriots, the rest of the AFC to deal with. It's just a matter of can two be that guy. Anyway, what I was saying is the conversation was surrounding we we, we were under the assumption that this was gonna be, you know, the the Jets and the Dolphins be offering a first at least a first round pick. And I think that it was safe to say that if the Jets were going to offer a first, it would have been the 10th pick. There was an argument on one side where they're saying, why would you trade these assets when you're so far away from competing? There's another argument. My argument was, yes, the Jets are far away from competing, but you have multiple first round picks, multiple second round picks. You have four picks within the top 40. That 10th pick is very likely could be spent on a wide receiver. So. Mm Let me ask you this. Would you rather have Drake London or would you rather have Tyreek Hill? You can't see this, everyone, but we both have our hands up trying to do like the weight thing. The scale. If, 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 the scale. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a dumb thing to say for me. But if it was me, if I were Joe Douglas, I think I'm going with the rookie. Maybe this is me like oh, trying to rationalize, you know, what I was just saying, because it's, it's Hill. Um, but I think having a guy like, you know, a Drake London or uh, any of these other wide receivers that are kind of coming out that I'm sure the Jets are looking at. Um, because- All right, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Forget it's Hill. All right, here's another guy the Jets are going to potentially go after this offseason. DK mm-hmm. Metcalf. Would you trade the 10th overall pick for DK Metcalf? And it would probably take more than that. It would probably take like 38 and like a fourth or something. He's much younger. True. He's humongous. He is lightning quick. Yep. Uh, See, the thing is now, it's like now knowing what the Jets offered for Hill. Hill's 28 and be making the most money in the league at his position dk would not be making the most money at his position he's 24 i believe right right he has one of his boys is on the team and elijah moore old miss buddies and uh and um who did they just sign the jets they signed a a dj reed yeah or whitehead yep um no dj reed because he was on seattle right yes yes yeah they just signed him so another you know friend of dk i'm sure from the locker room um so would you trade 10 38 and let's say like like whatever pick we have between like 100 and 120 i say i say yes 
but also now knowing that Hill was only going to cost only going to cost the Jets their two second rounders, uh, makes that decision a little tougher. If the Hill deal was what we would offer Seattle for DK, in a flash, it, it was thirty five, thirty eight, and sixty nine for Hill nice. and one hundred four. Nice. Uh, yeah, I make that deal in a second for for DK. I mean, he's immediately wide receiver one. Like you said, he's he's massive. He's a, a an incredible like how fast he is for how big he is doesn't make sense at all. You pair him with Elijah Moore with Corey Davis, um, with Braxton Berrios who they resigned to do like I'm assuming. LaFleur is going to have him doing everything he was doing last year, like the gadget Con- plays. All that Conklin, sort of and, Conklin and Ozuma. Conklin and Ozuma. Like, that's an offensive, that's a weapons unit Zach Wilson can can work with in a big way. And then like, Michael Carter and, you know, whoever else we have a running back that we'll probably draft a running back this year. Yeah, but we'll probably draft a running back in like the fourth or fifth think, round. I got to think that. That kid out of BYU, I'm sure Zach Wilson would love to play with. I forget his sure. name, but I'm sure he's like I'm he sure they get rid of uh, P. Ryan and... Um, they still have Josh Adams, <laughs> probably, and probably. you know, uh, I, Ty Johnson. Get, get yeah, out, needs to yeah. go. I got to think that they they go after uh, another running back, probably, in uh, like you said in the draft, one of the later rounds. All right, so you but, would trade, you would make that deal for DK. I would make the Tyreek Hill deal for DK, and I would, uh, but taking that out of the equation, I think I'd still do the first round, like the number ten, uh, for DK. Yeah, I, I, because you don't have to, pay, you, know, you don't have to pay him as much as Tyreek. Like you said, he's younger. Uh, he's maybe not be as fast or like as Tyreek is, but I think the better. I mean, you're definitely gonna have to pay DK. You're, you're gonna have to pay him if you're gonna trade oh, yeah. for him. I think he's uh, not this off season, but the next off season, uh, right. he's gonna get a con. He, he's gonna get an extension. Definitely. Um, like all right, Seattle's in rebuild mode. Right. Like, what's the point of keeping him? Exactly. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no point in keeping him at all. So, Not like, a little bit. Right. Like, so that's that's a move that I'd, I I want Joe Douglas to pursue. Um, and you know what? He's probably on the phone right now. He's from all the reports I saw. He really wanted Hill, so he's definitely pissed. Yeah. He doesn't act irrationally. But I don't <laughs> think that's the type of guy that he is. No, but, he's not gonna. He's not gonna McCagnin this. No, but I think that the Jets have shown they proved today that two things: one, they know they need a game-breaking wide receiver. Right. Okay. So if they don't make any moves, probably gonna see them take a wide receiver with one of their two first picks. I really fucking hope we don't take one with the fourth pick. I think that we need a cornerback. I think that I, I would be happy if we went. Like Sauce and Stingley. Not even kidding. Really? Sauce and Stingley or Sauce and Hamilton. Two defensive backs. That's how much I like. I think that today's move changes things for the Jets mm-hmm. with with Tyreek being added. You have Tyreek and Diggs in the same division. Um, you have to deal with Waddle. You have to deal with all the weapons that the Dolphins have overall. All the weapons that the Bills have overall. The Patriots are still a good team that made the playoffs last year. The Jets need, this is a passing league. You need a secondary. Mm-hmm. They have Bryce Hall, they have Whitehead, and they have DJ Reed right now. And that's really it. I, I, I don't yeah, give a yeah, shit. Yeah, about, bench guys. 
I don't give a fuck about Brandon Eccles <laughs> and and Michael Carter the third, Isaiah Dunn. Um, C- C- Deuce. No, I I just don't give a fuck about any of those guys. Bryce Hall is the only guy who's shown that he deserves playing time. Honestly, Michael Carter, I'd say on ninety percent of the teams would not be playing. Um, it's that's yeah, that's true for the rest of the secondary, pretty much. To right, played last year. Yeah, and and Hall would be like a slotter or a two on a lot of different teams, but he wouldn't be the one on a many on many teams other than the Jets. So, listen, I mean, this was tough. This was a tough. Uh, this was a tough. This was a, I think gut punch is the right word. Um, outside of the moral issue, from a football mm-hmm. perspective, we getting that close to that big of a game breaker. And losing out on him. The Jets haven't had a guy like on Tyreek Hill's level since 2015 when they had Brandon Marshall uh, right. go for like 1,500 receiving yards and like 110 catches and like 13 touchdowns. Right. So this would have been something that would have been, it would have been key to Zach Wilson's development. And I think, like I said, they proved two things that they need a game breaking wide receiver. And that the other thing, I didn't even get to that other thing. The other thing is that Joe Douglas has shown that he is not afraid to make a splash at all. He is not even that he's not afraid. He is actively trying to make a splash move to help improve this offense. I think that defense is going to be the focus of the draft with offense being the focus of free agency. And if you can land a DK Metcalf, and Mike Tannenbaum talked about it today on the Michael K show, we're recording on Wednesday. At Mike Tannenbaum, Michael K said, "Sorry, right, so what's Plan B? Like, what do you do? What's next? Is there another wide receiver you can go out and get?" And he said, "Yeah, it's a pretty easy answer. DK Metcalf. Seattle's rebuilding, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's it's been a tough off season for the Jets trying to make a splash, and it's because the roster just isn't ready yet for teams like." All these players are looking at the Jets like the the, the top of the top, and they're like, I don't want to play there. Like, like I, right. I don't know what they are. I want to win a Super Bowl, right? right? Or I want to live in Miami, right? right? The Jets struck out on Chandler Jones. They made a big off move for him, push for him. But I, I think that I understand him wanting to play in Las Vegas rather than New York City. Uh, they made a big push. They were going to make a big push for Calvin Ridley, and then he got suspended for losing a couple parlays. Unbelievable. And, and then Mari Cooper, um, I believe the issue was that Dallas wasn't going to there, there was an extension issue that Dallas wasn't going to do. Um, and that's why we didn't get Cooper and he went to the Browns. So the Jets have been actively trying to upgrade the wide receiver position. I think it was very clear last year. Like if if you if you look at it in a vacuum, like Corey Davis was it was very obvious that he didn't he was not going to live up to that the number one receiver that they were hoping he could be and they can get him on a discount right that you know he played really well as that number two receiver uh, in Tennessee and then he comes to the Jets and just the drops were killer and he couldn't stay on the field and then you have Elijah Moore emerge right and he's a guy that could become a superstar mm-hmm. we don't know yet but he is a very very talented receiver so there's a lot of a lot of things that the Jets have tried to do that they're just not capable of doing yet, or at least they haven't shown us they're capable of doing yet in terms of 
making transactions and signing players because the destination just isn't that desirable. They have to show product. They have to show it on the field. Now, there are a couple of guys who said that they decided to sign with like D. I'm pretty sure I, I, it was it was either DJ Reed or, or Whitehead who said that they decided to sign with the Jets because they wanted to play for Robert Sala. The Jets have that going for them. Also, I, I think it was Whitehead because Whitehead was on the Bucks, right? Yeah. Because there was like the clip that kept going around that um, from the Tampa game where Wilson, threw, yeah, he threw the ball and he's like, I was one of the guys trying to knock it down. And he's like, it, it like almost grazed his fingertips as he was trying to knock it down. And he was like, that was when I knew that, you know, this, like he's, that Wilson might be for real. Like this guy can play because he was able to get that ball in, you know, in there and almost scored. Like he got it like right down to the goal line. Uh, we didn't score on that drive. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. I don't think so. <laughs> what a shock! We got right? to like the two yard line. Didn't get in. <laughs> I have to go back and watch that. I haven't watched like any Jets clips since basically since the season ended. Um, but every time I get a Twitter notification right now, I'm looking down just in case like something <laughs> happens. Really. <gasps> All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine. Uh, uh, right in the middle of us recording. Um, that'd be so epic. But uh, anything yeah. else on the Tyree Kill situation and um, the the emptiness that we feel inside? <laughs> um, I mean, I hope that, like you said before, Joe Douglas is out uh, making calls uh, to, you know, Seattle, possibly for DK Metcalf. Um, because it would just be so goddamn funny if we traded number 10 back to Seattle to get DK Metcalf. I'm sorry, but that would be so fucking funny. Send it in. They, 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 they send all, they sank all that money into Jamal Adams and we got their pick and we send it right back to him with a smile on our face. Send it in Jerome. (laughs) Oh man. Talk about poetic justice. Oh, it would be, oh, be, be so fantastic. great. It'd be so I mean, fantastic. Yeah, it would be so I mean, awesome. We were so close. I, I thought, like, because I was under the impression we were going to send that 10th that pick. If we sent that 10th pick for Tyreek Hill, I mean, Jamal, you wanted some dogs on the team. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dogs now. <laughs> yeah, we would have. We would have if he accepted Sorry, the trade. Buddy. All love. Um, all love. All love. <laughs> all right. Uh, and Tyreek, Tyreek just. Uh, Posted a. Should I read the uh, his statement? Sure. Today starts a new beginning. I'm very excited. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> as soon as I saw Miami Dolphins, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go kill myself. I'm gonna go kill myself." All right. Um, let's talk about the rest of the offseason because honestly, it has been a very productive offseason. Yeah. And it, it positions the Jets to be much more competitive this upcoming season. Um. This is all contingent on Zach Wilson, you know, being the guy and taking a step forward and, you know, being a good quarterback. But I think that if you if you pencil in that Zach Wilson's going to take some sort of step forward, this team, I think, after after you make those four top 40 picks. Is capable of winning seven to eight games this season with these upgrades. We got to see who they pick 
like I said, and we got to see how this offseason finishes. But I think that with these additions, the Jets can get the seven or eight wins. You just got to see it from Zach Wilson. Now, obviously, these are huge, huge contingencies here. Or that's not the right word. Eh, I think that might be the right word. These are huge. Uh, help me out here. Questions. Big ifs. Big ifs. Big <laughs> ifs. Uh, but I think that Zach is, I mean, listen, why, why shouldn't I expect progress? Right. You know, like, what are we doing here if not expecting progress? So, yeah, I think Zach Wilson, I, I'm predicting that Zach Wilson takes a step forward. And the Jets are a better football team. They've upgraded a lot of spots. So let's go through the 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 additions mm-hmm. so far. I'm a big fan. We'll start with Lankin Tomlinson. Yep. What was what what is your thought? What are your thoughts on upgrading the guard position like the Jets have this offseason? Number one, he's not Greg Van Roden. <laughs> that is very <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> can't get any further I can't get any more rock bottom than that. So but no, in all seriousness, he's a pro bowler. He uh is familiar with Robert Sala and Michael Fleur from his days with the Niners. Um, he's never he, missed a game to injury. <laughs> <laughs> I like we just both knocked on wood at the exact same time. Wait, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, cause you cancel. We one of us canceled the other, knocking on wood out. Sure, we gotta, sure, yeah, that's good. Okay. I'm gonna double up. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean he's he's a very solid guard. Uh, it's unfortunate that you know the Jets lost. Uh, a guy like Morgan Moses, who wasn't like, you know, the best kind of right tackle, but he would have been good to kind of have um, more as depth. But a guy like Tomlinson comes in and he immediately helps solidify that offensive line. Now you got um, Becton coming back, who's been fighting off the haters left and right all offseason. Um, he went on like uh, responding to a lot of Twitter people the other day, you know, people that were like calling him out, uh, unfortunately. But now you got Becton, you got AVT, um, still got McGovern at center, you got Tomlinson at the right guard, and right tackle, I'm guessing, will be Fant. Um, yeah, I think it'll be Fant. Who was pretty damn good stepping in for Becton on the left tackle. Um, oh, so you yeah. hope that can, he can translate that back to right tackle. Um, but I, I, I feel pretty good about where the line is at this point in time, now that they've upgraded a uh, right guard with Tomlinson. I have some breaking news Uh-oh. that is not, not jets related. And uh, I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's football related, but Shams has tweeted that oh. New York city mayor, Eric Adams will level the playing field for in-town athletes and performers to match the rule that allows unvaccinated individuals to perform in New York city. Local athletes will be allowed to play, which means Mets, Yankees, All and right. Nets and Knicks players. All right. Play, which, good, good, good. So Fighting. that's, uh, that's, so, all right, back to, uh, and everybody who's listening to this be like, bro, we, we, we knew about this. Like, you don't need to talk <laughs> about the pod. Like, we saw the Great notification news. too. <laughs> we know, we know the notifications have come in. Um, so, Lincoln Tomlinson, huge upgrade. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's over Gregor and Rowan. Um, Three years, $41.2 million. Um, he's 30. That doesn't really mean much for offensive linemen. You know, we had Alan Fanta complain at a high level until he was like 37. True. Um, I think that 
you can't you can't talk about it enough how much of an upgrade he is over Greg Van Roten. <laughs> you just can't. Like yeah. I know we, we we've brought it up like five times already, but Greg Van Roten was so horrible, just a a, a revolving door. And horrific at his job. There were so many games where the Jets were driving. They needed a big play. Zach Wilson takes a sack. Some of those were on Zach. Some of those, most of those were on the offensive line. So yeah. I think you can get excited about the, the offensive line and its, its potential um, as long as Becton can stay healthy and re- re- regain that year one form. Um, where he was Highway 77. Uh, so, you know, everybody that I've seen has given this this uh, two thumbs up, an A. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this was a great addition for Joe Douglas. He's getting he's he's getting his his line offensive line in place. I think this helps the run game. Uh, I know it helps the run game. I know it's going to help the offense just in general. And I think that uh, I think that we should be very excited about the direction of this offensive line. Um, so yeah, overall very happy with this signing. The next signing. Any last thoughts on Tomlinson? Not much. I mean, like you said, it's just this is one of those not under the radar, but people always seem to say that like making a move for an offensive lineman or drafting an offensive lineman isn't a quote unquote sexy pick. But Football's these are the type of the moves. Trenches. These are the t- yeah, exactly. Games are won on in the trenches. So this is the type of thing you wanted. Uh, we all wanted to see the Jets do. Spend your money wisely and in spots uh, where you know you're making the smart decisions. Um, don't make moves for making moves' sake, like Mike McCadden uh, would. Um, so yeah, good job, Joe Douglas. All right. Next up, DJ Reed uh, fills a monster position of need. Uh, I feel like he's going to be a slot corner type of guy. He's five, nine. Right. Um, but you know, three years, $40 million. He played for Robert Sala in San Francisco. So he knows the the system and the scheme already. And Robert Sala knows exactly how to use him. last year. He was the eighth best corner, according to PFF fifth best against the run, which the jets corners just can't tackle. So like this is, that's, that's that's a big big boost. Um, you know he's 25, young guy. Uh, overall, I mean, listen, like we're not scouts, so we're not going to be breaking down tape here um, and being like, you know, like his footwork is fantastic. Uh, you know, he <laughs> uses his hands so well. No, if you listen, want that, go go listen to Connor Rogers. He's really yes, good at that, so. he's very he's very good at that. No, <laughs> this is just something that the Jets needed to get done. Right, it is they have struggled in the secondary ever since the days of Revis and Cromartie were over. Right. And this feels like they have their, their slot corner for the foreseeable future. Now Uh, you have Bryce Hall, you have Reed. As of right now, you have Eccles with them. Uh, I said earlier, fuck Brandon Eccles, Brandon Eccles. I love you. I do, but no disrespect. I, I say in the most loving way possible, fuck you. We don't need you starting. You are a great depth piece. You're excellent depth piece. Um, but we, we need, we need better. Tom Brady. <laughs> he did. He did pick up. And he, had, Tom Brady. And, he, and he had a pick six in the Miami game. 
He so. did. He did that as well. And you know what? He's young and he can get better and better. But right now we need proven st- starters. All right. Because we, we, exactly. we got some guys we have to deal with in the division right now that are very, very fast. Very fast. <laughs> they're very um, good at their jobs. They're so. very good at their jobs. So <laughs> I'm sorry, bud, but you're going to have to take a back seat because the Jets are definitely using a top 10 pick on a corner, in my opinion. Um, whether it's Sauce Gardner or Stingley, or if they shock everybody and go with Kyle Hamilton, uh, you know what? That'd be interesting as well. Like I said earlier, I wouldn't hate taking a corner and then Hamilton at 10. Not even kidding. Like, that's how much Tyree Kill and then the Bills offense terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this was a necessary move. And overall, I'm very happy with it. I think that it just makes this defense better. It was a huge hole. Um, you know, like Michael Carter II was playing slot, and he was a solid slot guy. It's just this is a guy who is overall going to make the entire the entire defense better. Yep, 100%. Yeah, again, this is addressing an area of need. The Jets' defense was the 32nd-ranked defense in the league last year. So, we I mean, we've said a couple times that the secondary never felt like the worst part of that defense. But, like, also, like you were saying, a lot of these guys can't tackle. Uh-huh. So, you know, this is going to, between uh, Reed and Whitehead, this is going to be, like, you're kind of improving that aspect of the game as well. Um, there's, <laughs> I think it's his pinned tweet, Whitehead. Saying it's like someone said, uh, like one of his hits was like a dirty hit, uh, and he was just like, "No, nah, that was just like a a perfect tackle." And he like absolutely smoked somebody like coming across the middle. Uh, that's the kind of player you need. You gotta make you gotta have guys that uh, make receivers afraid to run across the middle of the field. And I think guys like Whitehead, guys like uh, Reed, are exactly what the Jets' defense needed. Yeah, guys who can tackle. It's that simple, guys. It's really that simple. That's it. Wrap wrap up. Wrap Wrap up. up. All right. Let's move on to somebody that's really tough to wrap up. CJ Uzama. Mm. Um, Did he end up playing in the Super Bowl? I think so. Maybe. Let's see. CJ Uzama is a big guy. 6'6". Probably like 250. I, I don't know his, his, his weight off the top of my head. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. So he continued. Blah, 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 blah. He had MCL sprain against the Chiefs. I, he might have played in the Super Bowl. Um, okay. Overall, I think we can group. Well, let's just talk about the tight ends in general. We just added Tyler Conklin and CJ Ozama. We'll start with CJ Ozama. The Jets needed tight ends. When was the last time the Jets had a real tight end? Was it Dustin Keller? Probably. Like a legit tight end that they could like really work with. Yeah, probably. And then Ray uh, Lewis ended his career, basically. Yeah. We thought it was going to be uh, Herndon. Obviously, that didn't pan out. Oh, that did uh, not pan out. One so, catch in Minnesota last year, I'm pretty sure. That rookie's here. We really thought we had something we with really Donald Turnin. We really thought we did, uh, and nothing came of it. <laughs> like literally, nothing came of either to either one of those uh, those picks. 
Um, hopefully, yeah, these two, these two guys are completely different players than who we were just talking about. Uh, Uzoma, U- Uzoma, 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 and Conklin. Uh, Lafleur runs his offense through two tight ends. You yep. know, I uh, <laughs> I um, recently got Madden for the first time in like five years, maybe because it was on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so I got it, and I was astonished by how many of like plays were specifically drawn up in like the virtual Jets game plan for Tyler Croft because of this uh-huh. offensive game plan and how many passes were like called for Tyler Croft. Then I remembered, oh wait, that's the, like the actual Jets game plan was to have a lot of those plays. CJ Ozoma and Tyler Conklin are much better players than Tyler Croft and uh, Ryan Griffin. Uh, Ryan Griffin, yes. So oh, oh. Both, these are both big, big upgrades at that position as well. Uh, I'm not totally sure how g- good of blockers they are. So Tyler Conklin is a legitimate beast when it comes okay, to blocking. Okay. Um, I don't know if... So he had, last year he had... Uh, offensively, he's just amazing in general. He, he is a... He had 61 catches for uh, 593 yards and three touchdowns. Um which is that would have been the most by a Jets tight end since Dustin Keller. <laughs> there you go. Um, these guys are both willing. The quote I'm seeing right here, and I love it. Willing and capable blockers in the pass and run game coming from offenses that had ample success on the ground a year ago. So, like. Beautiful. When you run the two tight end set, it makes it very difficult because you can you can feign a block, go out for, for a route, you know, like a tight end screen, or you are the ones who are blocking running out of 12 personnel is going to be much more dangerous now, which is two tight ends, one, one running back, uh, and two wide receivers. Um, it is going to be, I mean, like you said, this is how LaFleur runs his offense. And he just wasn't really able to do that with the guys he had on the roster last year. Clearly LaFleur was in Douglas's ear being like, yo, bro, I, I need tight ends. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like I need them. So bad. I need them so bad. <laughs> and terrible. These guys are like dropping like flies out of here. What happened to like Tyler Croft at one time? It's like, he got, like, he caught that like, ball. Punctured. It was a, it was yeah. a jump ball and he just like fell and was out for the season. Yeah. He like punctured like part of his chest or something like that. Like, and, they, and he, it was a great catch on Croft's part, by the way. I mean, a fantastic yeah. catch. But still, <laughs> it's you need these guys to run LaFleur's offense properly. And when you stick them with uh, Michael Carter and then the two receivers, I would imagine a lot of those sets will be Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, I would unless, think. Unless we get somebody else. Unless we get somebody else. Yeah. DK. Uh, DK. Then, yeah. Then, then it'll, you know, it'll be DK and... And it'd be Davis or more, you know. Uh, it's not strictly what they're going to be running out of, obviously. I swear to God, but... if the Jets traded for DK Metcalf and then they ran two wide receiver sets with Corey <laughs> Davis as the as the two, as the Z, yeah, I I, I don't even know what I would do. Like, and, what what are we doing at this point? Like, it's Eli- <laughs> it's Elijah Moore and whoever else we get 
and yeah. Corey Davis is off to the side. The only reason that they, I would think that they would use Davis is if they're going to be like, you know, they need a guy, a tall dude out there. You know, that's sure. the only way I can think of it. Not that yeah. I'm, I'm sure Elijah Moore can very much. I'm sure he has plenty of ups. Got some bunnies. So that's the only reason I would think that they would run those hat, like use Davis in those capa- in that capacity. But um, yeah, no, as far as Uzoma and Conklin are concerned, great pickups. I think they'll be huge for Wilson in the red zone, which I think will be like, he's not going to be out there making uh, passes to Connor McDermott. In the end zone this year, uh, when you have those two tight ends to work with, so um, great moves by uh, by Douglas. You know he yeah. loves big dudes. So um, as a big dude himself, he loves his big boys. And, yeah, like I love uh, guys. I, I love guys like Mike Isicki and everything, but those guys yeah. don't block. They just don't. Right. So I mean, these guys love to block. They catch passes. That's all you can ask for. Exactly. It's really all you can ask for. Like, I'm even seeing in uh, Conklin, they'd leave him out on an island in Clint Kubiak's offense in, in, in Minnesota uh, to guard edge rushers. You don't see that from a tight end very often. Uh, this is a big boy. Oh, man, he's got, like, so many tattoos, too. This guy is going to be <laughs> such a beast. I can't wait. Um, and he's only 26. Yeah. So that's great. He's young. He's hungry. You know, that's good. All right, next up. That's the team that played in the Super Bowl to come play for the Jets. Jordan Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is... Okay, so the Jets were in on Marcus Williams, and he got $70 million. Yep. That's a lot of money for a safety. And all I've been told over the last couple of seasons seasons is that safety is not a, is not a premier... Uh, positions, not a, not a, not a, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm, I'm losing the word. Uh, a, not premier. It's, uh, help me out. Help me I mean, out here. You use the word premier. I, okay, I know so. what you're trying to say, but you know, that's premium. I, premium. Okay. Premier, premium. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Safety is not a premium position. It's right. not a position that you try and pay. It's not a position that you draft. Now, the Jets obviously drafted a safety and traded his bum ass for two first-round picks. Two safeties that year, back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, and the, <laughs> and the other one just left in free agency. Added to, added to, his, added to the, the list of Mike McCagnon's war crimes. Yep. So, so <laughs> instead of paying Marcus Williams $70 million, he got a young, ascending safety in Jordan Whitehead. Two years for $14.5 million. The guy is a beast in the run game. Uh, they used him all the time in the run game in Tampa. I- I've seen a lot of different videos of him. You know, we talked about defensive backs needing to be able to tackle. Mm-hmm. This guy. can exactly. fucking tackle. All right. Uh, I'm just excited that one, we're not paying a safety ton of money. Mm-hmm. And two, this guy has been on in a winning organization and knows how to win. He right. knows what it takes. He's been in the biggest games. He's won a Super Bowl. And will bring the veteran leadership. that The, the, the Jets had the youngest secondary in the NFL last year. Right. You add DJ Reed, who is 25, but has been in the league for five years now. And you bring Whitehead, who is young still. 
Actually, I want to look up how young Whitehead is. Um, let's see. He's 25. 25. Okay, so he's been in the league for five years also, basically. Um, these are two defensive backs that the Jets have brought in that have been in winning organizations. They have One of them has been to a Super Bowl. The other has been in plenty of playoff runs with San Francisco uh, and with... Uh, the the Bucks, Jesus. Um, sorry, no, San Francisco and Seattle. The other with the Bucks, because uh, Reed has played for both Seattle and San Francisco. Um, and and you know what? He can defend the pass. Just because Zach Wilson fit a ball over his head doesn't mean that he can't defend the pass. Right. So <laughs> he is a talented safety. Something the Jets needed. They lost Marcus May. Although even if they got Marcus May back, the guy's coming off an Achilles tear. I have want nothing to do with that. He's like twenty eight now. I think twenty nine. 29. They want nothing to do with that. Good nothing for yeah. That. Just want to say good for him. You know, he went to New Orleans. He got him, his and, bag. Demario, him and Demario Davis reuniting. Yeah, they got their he they they got their respective bags. So good for yeah. him. Uh, if he goes down there and he, he like you know if he wants to go down there and pick off passes from Tom Brady who decided to come out of retirement like a piece of fucking gun. yeah I still can't believe that fucking happened. But if he wants to do that, go ahead and do that, Marcus May. So, um, best. what I'm seeing is that he definitely, he's, he struggles in man coverage. You know, he's, he's solid in zone. He's, I'm seeing people say that he's even excellent in zone coverage. I got to see that for myself with my own eyes before I declare anybody excellent in coverage and whatnot. Like I, like we say all the time, we're not scouts, but we have eyes, right? You know, um, but man coverage, you know, I, I feel like this is going to be, he's going to play strong safety. Um, that's what you put it. That's where you put a guy where, you know, you want him to help stop the run, be in the box more. Um, you know, the re- the issue with Jamal Adams was that we spent the premium pick on him. He wanted a zillion dollars uh, and was becoming a locker room issue. And this guy's making two years, 14.5 million. They play the same position. One's being paid the highest in the league. Mm-hmm. What, the other one is... Based on last year's production, production probably better than Jamal right now. Now Jamal has three All Pros, two second team, one one first team, plus plus three Pro Bowls. I'm pretty sure. Jamal Adams had has four interceptions in five in five seasons, and had zero sacks last year after having nine and a half and six and a half the two years prior. Right. So, you know, this is great value. However. This doesn't solve the safety position. You still have Ashton Davis playing free safety, who's hot trash. So they still need a safety, which is why I would not be opposed to drafting a Kyle Hamilton <laughs> at 10. You take Sauce at four or Stingley or whatever it tickles your fancy, Joe. And you take Kyle at 10 and you say, let's eat. <laughs> I Either that or you take... Jermaine Johnson or George Karlaftis or Kayvon Thibodeau at four. If and Thibodeau, takes drops, I feel like if Thibodeau drops to four, I feel like they got to take, they can't pass on Thibodeau. So you have what you have Thibodeau, you'd have Thibodeau, you'd have John Franklin Myers and Carl Lawson. So as your pass rushers, yeah. as your pass rushers that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be too shabby. Um, shabby. And then Quinn and Williams, but like they also like, we'll get to this in a little bit, but like the Jets still have a bunch of holes. Yeah. Um, a bunch like, listen, a lot of stuff has to go right for them to get to the seven to eight win, win mark that I was saying. 
Um, it's all it's all on Zach. It's all on Zach. But but yeah, I think this is a great signing, uh, great value, uh, and that's that's pretty much it. I don't have much more to say without repeating myself. So, anything else with you? No, I'm good. Good there. All right, Jacob Martin. Jets got him from the Texans. Um, Pass rusher. You know, yeah, no, like I, I didn't know why they made this signing, but like, I guess they you can always use more pass rushers depth. Um, right. They lost. They've lost a, a couple of guys on the on the the D line this this off season. Uh, he's making two point seven million in twenty twenty two. They have an out in twenty twenty three and a very easy out in twenty twenty four if they want to cut him. Um, he ran a four five nine. Uh, that's very fast. Uh, there's what I'm reading. He is going to be a third down pass rusher situational thrives in his role. Uh, his pass rush win rate is well above league average. Um, he became a starter in Houston last year and that number dipped, but he's going to be back in his situational role. Um, I have no qualms with this pick really. Yeah. Yeah, He's, more of a situational guy and An and athlete. he uh he Zach he's he's Zach he sacked Zach Wilson during that game when the Jets played the Texans. Yeah, uh, there's so, a, there's a clip of him sacking Josh Allen here. Yep. Um say Carl Lawson, you know, is not the same guy after his Achilles tear, then you have another guy but they're probably going to draft the pass rusher also. Mm-hmm. Uh he's not going to play on rundowns. So like third and long, you want a guy who can run a four five nine coming off the edge. Exactly. You know? So you know what? <laughs> I mean sure. in- injuries <laughs> happens and it happens happen in the NFL. This is a fine pick. You know, this is a fine pickup. So I'm okay yeah. with it. Um not like also again, not every pickup is a is a home run. I like a lot of the pickups the Jets or needs have made. To be, you know? Or needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob Martin, he's whatever. But, like, he the be, first he, couple, like, he, he's your bump guy. Yeah, yeah. Be along. He's gonna be yeah. your bump guy. Like the first couple of the all, all the guy like Conklin, uh Uzoma, uh Tomlinson, and Reed and Whitehead. Five signings I was I'm, I'm big fans of. Are they all gonna work out? Probably not. Odds are that they're not all gonna work out and some of them are gonna struggle. But on paper, I like those signings to ha- improve the Jets roster. They're mm-hmm. better than the players they were replacing. That's Correct. the biggest thing. Big time. All right, next up is probably our favorite signing of the offseason. Our man, our, 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 young, our young, young adult son, Braxton Berrios, is back in green and white, baby. I can't tell you how happy that makes me, man. Uh, like, to he's see, just, like, he's so handsome. I mean, come so, on. He's dating a culpo. I mean, I ugh. don't know if there's more attractive, like, duo or group of four people on the planet that are dating each other, Braxton Barrios, Sophia Culpo, Christian McCaffrey, and Olivia Culpo. There isn't. The see, answer is, see, the answer like, is there they're not. See the four of them like on vacation together, and you're just like, I have to like, pause. I'm like, how do people like this actually exist? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, how are it, Whatever, we're getting off tangent here. Point is, Braxton Barrios, he's a very attractive, handsome man, and I'm glad he's back on the Jets. Oh, he's just, he's a game breaker on special teams. Um, he's, it was clearly down the stretch, Zach Wilson's favorite target because Elijah Moore wasn't there. 
but I think that he is an excellent slot receiver, um, or at least showed that he can be an excellent slot receiver for a full season, uh, given the opportunity. I don't think that he's going to be the full-time slot guy. He's going to be in a, he's going to get a lot of offensive snaps this, this year. Yeah. You know, he's going to be a very important piece of this offense and special teams. Um, two year, 12 million backloaded in 2023. He caught 46 passes for four, 432, 31 yards and two touchdowns last year. He had two rushing touchdowns and a kick return touchdown. He was a first team all pro. Um, I mean, he's just, he's going to probably be the, the wide receiver for, you know, because we're expecting the Jets to add another wide receiver. Denzel Mims is done. Still on the roster. He's but... done. <laughs> Give it up, folks. He's done. The dream well, that we had two years ago is dead. Dead. As our true this our, year. As are most of our dreams when it comes to the Jets. <laughs> today, the one hour we had of maybe Harry Kill. Um, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Barrios is like. They showed last year that when LaFleur got in his bag, he was looking to Barrios to kind of like make some make some trick plays happen. Do these yeah. like double reverses and uh, you know toss the ball to him, let him throw the ball. You, you know, know what? there's something to be said. Yeah, no, you're right. There's something yeah. to be said about talent. Just guys who make things happen. Having those guys on the roster. And if you let him walk, that's just letting a guy who makes things happen walk away. Mm -hmm. He may not be the biggest or the fastest or the strongest, but like Julian Edelman and Wes Welker and all these little white slot receivers, you know, Tavon Austin, not white, but same same gadget, same type of gadget (laughs) guy, you know, all these, all these little guys who just make things happen. There's something to be said, just. I'm so happy that they just did, they re-signed him. They gave him a they 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 people say that the Jets slightly overpaid. I don't give a shit. The Jets have tons yeah. of cap space. This is a guy that Zach likes throwing the ball to, and I'll say it for the fifth time in the last thirty seconds. He makes things happen. And so yeah, just, it's like it's like you said. They had such a great like on the field kind of chemistry that it just made on the field and off the field chemistry. They obviously are like best buds. So yeah. it's like. It made all the sense in the world to bring him back, and you can tell there in that like press conference that he had when he went back to Florham Park to do like that, you know, post signing press conference, or or when he went to sign the contract. You can tell how excited he was. Yeah, he was like genuinely very pumped to be back. And so I forget who it might have been like Samini or whoever asked him like, you know, have you talked to Zach Wilson yet? And he was like. He was the first person that called me once it got like announced. So he was yeah. like, he, he was as excited as I was. I was like, see, that's all you need to hear. And the I best part were- was, like, also, I mean, they resigned, they resigned Dan Feeney, and I, I, I said, that, yeah, oh, okay. It was, just, it, was, it was a picture. I don't know when it was from. It must have been before the season last year after he came to the Jets. Of, <laughs> uh, I guess I don't know where it was. It might have been in like Florida or something, but. Of Barrios driving the car, and Dan Feeney's like in the passenger seat with his big ass sunglasses on. Like you could just did see the, he's got, did, he the, did he have the mustache? Yeah, like he was having a ball. He had the mullet. Like Feeney might not be a great player on the field, but he's the ultimate vibes guy. He like, is the director of fun. He's, in he's the director Park. of morale and fun in that locker room. Listen, so 
like I said, <laughs> there is something to be said about keeping guys who make things happen on the field. There is also something to be said <laughs> about keeping guys who keep things light off the field. Exactly. Dan you Feeney, want a guy like Dan Feeney in the crowded Islanders games, chugging beers and smacking them against his head. You want a guy like that. Dan Feeney, I am declaring it right now, is the New York Jets' director of fun. <laughs> exactly. That can put, it, be put, it, put it on a nameplate and put it above his locker. All right. <laughs> I don't need him playing a single down. I don't need him playing a single down. I just want him on the sideline, just straight vibes, making people, making guys laugh, driving around with Braxton Berrios, blasted <laughs> music, chugging beers. That's all I want Dan Feeney doing. Okay. All you need. All you need. And, you know, like Berrios came back and his, in the press conference, so, yeah, I guess someone also asked him about, uh, those like reports that he this before he even signed that Moore Davis and Wilson I think we're all going down to Florida to practice with him when he technically wasn't even on the Jets so it's like reports like that came out just being like this is the sort of locker room and culture that you want to build something that was impossible under co- a coach like Adam Gase right. that this is the sort of thing you want to create these guys that are developing this sort of on the field and off the field relationship that is kind of like a good roadmap to success. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking ahead right now to our next guy. So that's why I'm looking to the left screen. Okay. But I'm very excited that Dan Feeney's back. This is the director <laughs> of fun and we don't have to get to him later. Now we can, we don't, we're not even going to talk about Connor McDermott because that's just the most irrelevant signing ever. Yeah. Uh, but there are two there are two more signings that I want to get to. All right. We've been here for an hour. We'll have about 10 more minutes left. The first one. Tevin Coleman. What are your thoughts on bringing Tevin Coleman back to this running back lot? Uh, this running back room. That's what I'm looking for. I think it was another smart move. You need a veteran running back in that locker room. You can't like with Michael Carter. Uh, I think. The pairing of the two of them worked out pretty well in spots last year. Uh, I think he's, you know, as good as, as good as you're probably going to get from, you know, picking up on the like veteran running back wire, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, they, yeah, they showed that they worked pretty well together. Uh, him and Michael Carter. Um, An underrated Madden running back. Yes. Somebody who just is, he's, he's got solid speed in the game and he just falls forward because he has yep. like a good like break tackle trucking rating, but like he's also like 91 speed. So I played a lot of Madden this, this off season, a <laughs> lot of Madden. I went, uh, I, went I joined on, like, I joined like discords. And every, <laughs> oh, I joined like discords and everything and joined like <laughs> online franchises. I won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys in year two. It was an incredible feeling. And then I just like lost the will to play because I achieved yeah. my my dream of winning saw, online yeah. franchise uh, league. So, <laughs> but Tevin Coleman, I, yeah, I agree. It, it's good to have. Um, he's he's very he's still he's fast in that and he's fast in real life. He's good. Um, a good backup. Michael Carter will be the starter this year. Uh, I think they're going to finally give up on Pirine. They're going to maybe I, I think Ty Johnson's still on the roster. He wasn't a free agent or anything. He's just still on the roster, but he'll be like a backup uh, third town. I know, but he's still like a third town esque guy, but he can't, he can't catch shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it was solid. The other one I want to talk about, and this might be 
the biggest name the Jets signed. Cool Joe. Cool Joe returns. The elite, the elite man himself (laughs) is back in green. Um, You know what? I'm fine with it. He's going to be the third string. He's going to be the third string quarterback. You think so? You think he'll be the third string? I think I think we have our second string in Mike White. You think so? I know they brought Mike White back, but okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, like, yes, I think so. Does that mean that the coaches think so? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I think I think that if Zach, God forbid, gets hurt, they'll probably throw Flacco in there before they throw in Mike White. Um, but I think Mike did enough. You know, he beat the, the he beat the uh, defending AFC champs. He did um, last year. So I think that he's earned and then he got hurt. And then, you know, the rest is history Um, in an alternate universe. He doesn't get hurt that game. We win against the Colts and he's the starting quarterback. And we traded Zach Wilson for Deshaun Watson. (laughs) 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 And it's a Zach Wilson for like in some other fantasy that like sending him to a team that needs to rebuild or something. Jesus, uh, he what packaged in a DK Metcalf trade. What could have? What could have been? Uh. Um, so yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, gone are the days of backups being Trevor Simeon and Luke Falk. <laughs> now we have Mike White and Joe Flacco. And if we've learned anything over the last decade plus, it's that backup quarterbacks are very important. Very important for the New York Jets. Just in general for every team. I mean, yeah. Nick Foles won a super goddamn Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I think that overall this was a, a smart signing, bringing him back. Veteran presence in the locker room, somebody something that Zach Wilson could obviously use. And um, I, I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I you know, I, I took the jokes. Well, you guys are you guys are bringing Flacco in to start this year. No, but like. Get your jokes yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. Nothing I can yeah. say or do. Like, I'm a Jets fan. I got no ammo. Can't, you can't get over. We'll, we'll never get past the, like, LOL Jets jokes until. Until, until they win. So. so, for your sake, Jets franchise, and for your fans' sake, start winning some goddamn football games. Don't let the season be over by mid-October. Like. We're asking, for a, we're asking for a lot here. Don't let, the, don't let us all switch our primary televisions on Sundays over to Red Zone. By like you know, by the time Halloween rolls around, can we That's, just can we just get some from your lips to God's ears, my friend? Can we just get some wins or some good football or like we said, but it's also like like we and the other teams, uh, other teams, other people have said, other fans have said, there's no excuses now. No you excuses. Rookie, None. You don't got a rookie head coach. Don't got a rookie offensive coordinator. You don't got a rookie quarterback. You've upgraded is, all over the roster. They don't need to make the playoffs, but they need to be on the in the hunt graphic by the by mid December. They need to still still be in in literally in the hunt to make the playoffs. I need thirty eight hundred. I need thirty eight hundred passing yards and twenty five TDs from Zach Wilson. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Four thousand yards is nothing these days. It just isn't. They're not. I'm, not I'm I'm not asking for a lot here. You know, yeah. twenty years ago, thirty eight hundred passing yards. Buddy, slow down. <laughs> I need thirty-eight hundred passing yards. I'll take thirty-five. I'll take thirty-five hundred. I, I, I was I was shooting for thirty-five. I'll take uh, thirty-five. I'll take thirty-five and twenty-three touchdowns. Passing or overall? Passing. 
Passing. Okay. Uh, 26, 20, 26 touchdowns overall. Wilson finished with 13 overall because he had four rushing touchdowns, I think. Double, double it. Double it? Yeah, du- oh, double it. Um, double it. I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we'd all, we'd all love for his total touchdowns to hit like 30. But, you know, this is like what we're trying to trying to. I, I'm, this is the Jets I'm we're talking to, about. So. I'm interested to kind of see what, you know, how things would have wrapped up if he didn't get hurt for those four weeks and what his kind of stat line would have been. But obviously, you know, yeah, that's something we can't go back and change. So, yep. All right. Any final thoughts? I think that we uh, have done a good job breaking down these free agents. Um, I'm excited. The jets aren't done. You know, if tomorrow Joe Douglas goes and trades for DK Metcalf or something, I, I, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to record an, an emergency episode or something. Yeah, I don't know. if that happens, it's. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, that's it's all real. Sure. If that happens, that that's all I got. Um, yeah. Any final words? Um, go Jets, and I guess we'll. Uh, yeah, like you said, if anything major kind of happens, we'll pick it up again. But you know, keep an, then, eye, but... keep an eye on the news. The news wire. In Jets, Jets land. Till then, folks. Go Jets. And uh, please get a wide receiver, Joe. Please. <laughs> Peace.